It's time to go into auto reverse with Tony and Matt. When we look at bands that are underappreciated, misunderstood, forgotten, and to some unknown. This week, we're going auto reverse on Chicago. You know, I find Chicago like one of those bands that I, you know, they never stick in your frontal lobe. I mean, I kind of keep, I kind of like lazily revisit them. It's not, it's usually like I hear I'm a man on a radio or something. And I'm like, oh shit, Chicago, I like Chicago. And then I'll go revisit their shit. But it's never something that I'm actively searching the band out. Unless I'm going through my records and I see Chicago. I'm like, oh, I haven't heard this in a while. Yeah, I mean, I they're so ubiquitous that that's like where the that's that's where you forget about them and other bands like them or even just awesome bands that are just were so huge that you just kind of like write it off and you go in search of something else and it's fun to like realize how great they were and chicago was well it's kind of like it's kind of like a a dish that had three main ingredients and what and sometimes no matter how you made the made made it one stood out a little bit more than the other because you have uh you know terry Cap, peter satara and then uh was it robert lamb who did who handled most of the vocal duties and other than pankow like they, they, those are the guys who wrote most of the songs. Those three guys were the main, the principal songwriters. But it's, it's, it's weird. They were like, to me, Chicago. I, I know this is a crazy analogy, but they're kind of like the Beatles in that they have the sort of Lennon, McCartney, uh, you know, vibe where certain styles of certain the certain singers sort of color the song. You know what I mean? And like you could kind of tell who, which is Peter Katera's song, which is Terry Katz's song. It's like something that's clear in this like union of theirs. Right. Right. You know, and it's a fun it, and it's something that they had from the beginning. So and that they just seemed to develop and made stronger. By the way, Chicago One is like the, one of the fucking greatest records ever. Never mind, never mind Chicago or whatever. It's just such an incredible rock record. Well, it was it was so fucking good that they they made they changed their name. They were just like, okay, yeah. we're like, were we're they just... sued? Were they sued by the Chicago Transit Authority yeah. because that's yeah. how that's how it was printed on yeah. the first record, yeah. right? Yeah, that's how the name that was the name of the band. Right. And Chicago because, Transit Authority. Amazing. Yeah. And then they just, yeah, they got, it was self-titled. So that's, you know, one. And yeah, they had to change it for the next album because that album just blew up. Um, and it had all the things of that era that was good. It's like, you know, most of the songs weren't under seven minutes or six minutes. Uh, mm -hmm. You had ph phenomenal harmonizing with 
like you can hear in the background now with the trumpets and the the, the, the brass. Um, just kind of like tower, kind of tower of powerish, like very well. Like, it's soulful. like it's like taking someone who could play guitar like Hendrix, and you have the tower of power, and then you have kind of like a a Beatles sweetness on the pop yes. pops pops yes. sensibility pop sensibility side, and that's what the first thing when you listen to that album, it just doesn't you you know by the end of it you're just like well this is how this band sounds just trying to put them in a box. Um, and a really well-written songs because you know that I tend not to like the sweeter songs. I like the harder, more soulful songs. But yeah, they 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 don't stand on one thing long enough for you to get comfortable with whatever their style of playing that they're doing. And even the sweet songs, dude. Even you wind up loving those too, just because, like it's like you just said, it's it's all one thing. It's just beautiful, it's beautiful. As I was doing this playlist, I noticed like so there's like tons of beat like you know deep cut like side C stuff I put in there in the playlist. But what it did was highlight in some ways the pop their their big their massive hits. It's like here's all the work and greatness and sculpting and lead up to these wonderful pop songs that were sort of like took in all those like deep soulful elements of like the of the c and d tracks on the app and i think that you know if, if, if anyone listening had never heard of chicago instead of their older stuff which is definitely more poppy and more they're putting a stake in the ground and more kind of almost some ways a parody of what the band was before that um like you get these rich well-made songs that have good harmonizing both vocally and with uh the horn section and this you know killer just all, the arrangements in general are just pure like just like the arrangements like highlight all those harmonies it's like it's it's incredible it, they're incredible like i went back into the their stuff last night and i you know you know you know i'm a big disco soul boogie r&b r&b they had so so they had a song called street player it was a crossover disco hit like it, it's it's and it was remixed and stuff and someone in the 90s sampled the beginning of it and turned it into into a hit i think they were called bucketheads they had like a crossover house music hit with the sand like the major like the hook and sample of street player of chicago and it was a huge hit in 1995 so it's like it's like they're they're everything they're pop they're deep cuts they're sample culture they're beat digger they're they're jazz they're rock they're rocks they're rock songs they're fun. it's everything it's and it's like even their heavy rock songs you got all these people out there collecting sir lord baltimore records and pentagram and all this other stuff and it's like some some of their rock songs 
lay that shit to waste if you think about it. It's just like that's how good they are. They could pull it off on any angle. You yeah, know? I think the, you know, it's, you know, it's breezy enough to music that you could play in the background and enjoy it, but it's like I've, I've been listening for the last, you know, since we talked about doing this to the songs, and it's like if you pay attention to those songs, man, it's crazy. Uh, the arrangements and the complexity and then the, just going from something that's pop to a funk. I mean, you got, uh, what's this, a song for uh, Richard and his friends? Oh, God. It's like starts off with like kind of like Jimi Hendrix EXP. Like if you know that song from Axis Bold is Love, it starts off all uh -huh. the It's like just guitar noise and then kind of gets in this funky uh, song. It goes right into this funky song that it seemed like those two parts could never not even make you know work together but they do and then, and then they, even their workout like their jazzy like funky jazz soul jazz workouts it could that shit could like could perfectly live on a blue note record <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. it, it's that's how good they were and it's like they were mat they're they're masters you know and and it's just it's you know what cheap in chicago was peter katera era 80s cross you know like when he when he had all his uh well yeah you know crossover hits like a hard hard habit to break and all this shit and it's like it like it sat it soured their legacy a little bit even though i, I don't think so even looking back although maybe at the time they did, I they did, did I it like, for me like it, you're my inspiration those kind of yeah 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 it's I, that didn't that seemed to pull away from what i kind of liked about the band but you know funny enough is and his voice, in, he, he, it's funny because I was using this analogy to, with someone else about Peter Cetera in Chicago. It's kind of like, you know, in ZZ Top, like uh, Dusty Hill has the better singing voice. But, yeah. But he's not the one who sings the, most of the songs because it's, Billy's voice is much more interesting. And I think like when I hear Chicago, like when I hear lamb and you know cat's voice i'm like that's an interesting voice i want to listen to it i like when satara comes in either as a second voice or as a you know a harmony or as a backing vocal it's just his voice doesn't really resonate as much to me only on certain songs but like in general i just i don't find his i, I find it like a pretty it's a pretty boy voice yeah it, it is but it's just it works so wonderfully it's like when people like I, I mean in my household there's definitely like a lennon mccartney you know like you know nicole loves john lennon and mccartney doesn't even like she wishes he didn't exist and i'm like but that's not possible you can't have one without the other and that to me katara is that person in the band you know because he was also the, wasn't he the bass player yeah, no, that, you know, yeah so, of... so he's he's holding things down for them that even are beyond like it's not just his vocal it's like just him well, is like his sense right that's a second that's another topic because that's one of the things i have written down is that he's actually a pretty badass bass player hells yeah hells yeah i mean like not like like an adequate or poor, no. like portable bass player like no he is a he is a badass bass player he that his bass playing is as integral to that band as anything else it's just like it's just it's part of the it's part of the rhythm the melody it's like everything like he, you know this that's the thing with guys like this it's like they their instruments and their vocals become it sort of like transcends music in that it 
it creates its new it's like a new language that they're right. creating right right and it's only and it's basically their language right and anyone that came after them is co- is sort of copying their language or trying to you know yeah and so and that's that's dude that transcendence is that's everything in music because if you right. if you can pull that off then then you made something that will be remembered forever right So how were you introduced to Chicago? Um, honestly, honestly, I never gave a shit. Um, I, other than as a kid, as a you know preteen, I would hear uh, Saturday in the Park. Right. I would hear uh, uh, twenty five six two four on the radio. I would hear these songs, and I'd be like, "Oh, those songs are dope." But then I, but then I would like randomly see pictures of them in the ma- in a magazine or something i'd be like oh there's some weird white guys and like be like you know just like not care so much it, it was mm-hmm. just more like part of the 70s rock you know canon that i was exposed to um but it wasn't until really only like 10 years ago 11 years ago where i found the first album uh, Chicago Transit Authority. I didn't own it, and I honestly didn't know it that well because right. it's their first. And I bought a beat-up copy at a record store, and I think someone who I can't remember might have given me the heads up and been like, "Yo, this is a dope record. A lot of their early records are dope." And I'm like, "Really? Chicago? They had the hits? What? Whatever? You know, dude. I brought that thing home. It like didn't leave my turntable for." I don't know, like two weeks. And then I was DJing different songs from it. So I would be, I would play, um, you know, uh, listen, or I would play, uh, I'm a, I'm a man, or I would play like different songs from the, from the first album. And I realized just how wonderful it was. And then like that kind of got me thinking about them and, and exploring, you know, uh, Chicago too, which I also bought a cheap copy of a, a little bit after I bought the first one. Right. And then just like just went down the rabbit hole, and I was like, "Holy shit, these guys were dope!" Yeah, and it's and, and the hits are great. Yes, even though I dismissed them slightly because I was like eleven, or ten, or whatever. Um, but uh, you know, it's like sometimes you come back to these things years and years and years later. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's the thing about these kind of obvious things. It's Sometimes well, they're so obvious that you've forgotten about them for 30 years. Well, you know? it's, well, it's kind of like, you know, how some people get introduced to ACDC with Black, Back in Black. 
and they're, right. and they're like, oh, that's the only kind of ba- that's the only kind of ACDC that they kind of know. And then you have to like, no, actually, this is this is a lat- later version of it. There's another version that's completely not completely different, but I think Chicago is similar to that because like say, similar to you, like I listened to twenty five six or four twenty five or six two four and the same same pop songs and didn't know and I was like, ah, oh, this isn't bad. Um, and I, my stepmother had the first album. So, uh, like, like what was it like? Um, How long ago was that? How long ago did you? Ten, like 10. Uh-huh. So, so it was like 19, yeah. wow. 40 uh, years ago. Yeah. 1970. Yeah. No, 1980. Sorry. Um, she, and she, when she moved in, she brought her records and I was just like, Oh, let's see what she has. And I'm like, what's this? And I didn't, and I didn't know the whole thing between the names. So I put it on and I was getting into Hendrix at that time. So. I was, you know, like, you know, a lot of the songs on there, I just was like, wow, this is actually pretty cool. And so I kept, you know, I kept listening to it. And she had uh, two and three as well. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that was like, that was my natural kind of, um, you know, it actually helped me with my relationship with her in, in some ways. Because wow. I was like, well, I was just like, oh, this is actually kind of cool. And she likes it. And. I mean, she had all her other stuff I, I, I did not like at all, but it was, uh, you know, it was a nice way of getting introduced. Like, that kind of serendipity, like, you're just kind of moseying along, not not really looking for something. And, I mean, that, to me, is the most satisfying musical experience. You're just kind of wandering into a bar, and this band's playing, and they become, like, one of your favorite bands. Because you just happen to walk in there when they were touring your city, Uh you know, those kind of things make discovery like one of the, you know, and I think a lot of the things that you and I like about music is the art, just like the whole discovery aspect of things and allowing yourself to be open to something that has, a, you know, you know, taking the judgment away and just kind of be allowing yourself to be open to something being different than what you think it is. Yeah, I mean, a, a personal connection, but also, but yeah, you're right. It's like liking Chicago required me to strip away, you know, 30 years of, you know, snobby, judgmental music listening. You know, I had to strip all that away to get back to them. And that's sometimes, that's what a lot of these kind of records are about, right? Like, it's like, they're they're somehow uh, haunted by their poppiness, right? Like, that they were so ubiquitous that they, like, people like fuck that you know right Why do you think they're taken for granted? Because they were so huge. And when, and when a band's that huge and has that many hits, 
and that many double albums. Yeah. People like people kind of, especially like right at, you know, sort of in the seventies where it, it, the, the decade became known as this sort of like, like after, you know, the, the, uh, after the hippie age, after flower power, it was like the bloated seventies with the prog rock bands and disco and blah, blah, blah. And like, punk rock came around in 77 this is always the you know the the sort of narrative and then punk rock came around in 77 and said fuck you bloated fucking chicago i'm gonna fucking stab you and so you know there's these murder scenes on like classic rock bands they're murdered they wind up on the you know sort of like state fair circuit and people just like dismiss it but it's like you know, let's like, let's put all the murder scenes away and all the judgment and all the shit away, and let's just talk about them. Like they were really good. I mean, were they a little corny at times? Hell's yeah. But what wasn't Beethoven corny? Like I mean, all <laughs> things are corny, right? Like I don't know. I, well, I think I think everything every band has that moment here. Just like you know, you fast forward to that, you fast forward that song or songs, and you're just like, or that album, you're just like. Well, stay, you know, stay away from that album, from those guys. I, I, there's something to that. I, I agree. I just think that there's, you know, they have a little too much polish on their latter years to where the, and, you know, some of the cheesiness, but also it's just like they're, they're, the, their songs are not played up that well. The, the, their older songs, you know, not too many, unless you got college radio playing eight minute, nine minute, 10 minute songs. You know, or or if you're or if you have serious uh, satellite radio and there's like the deep cuts or whatever the fuck uh, yeah, yeah, album yeah. sides like you know channel maybe you'll hear like you know you'll hear a song off like the you know side C of album you know album three you know it's like but yeah you you kind of have to go do it yourself with these with this shit. I want to do this more with other bands. No, like, no, not no. like them in sound, but in, in, in No, I think it's level. like, I think it's just like getting into them. And I think like you're, another thing, like I repeat, said before, it's like this playlist that Tony put together, we'll put it in that you can listen to it because I think part of the sharing uh, and understanding, if, especially if we're not articulating it perfectly, is you can see it, you know, the playlist definitely take you through a nice cross-section of the band and show what, their brilliance is and our hope is that we're going to do that with every 
topic that we talk about is kind of do a playlist and have you have something to leave you a lead behind so you can get and see what we're talking about. Yeah, because it's like we could talk all day long, but unless you try it on, you, 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 you may not buy it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so we, you need to listen to it. So you need to listen to it. So, yeah. I hope, cool. Well, so we hope everyone enjoys listening to this. Definitely give, yeah. us, give us your feedback. Our first awkward one under our belts. Yep, our first one. <laughs> well, hey, everyone, peace. Peace out, man. Later.